I get a real buzz out of seeing people really enjoy my ice cream. You know, I'm a Jewish mum at heart. Every Jewish mum wants their kids or whoever is around them, family, friends, to enjoy their food. So I get, that's why I love doing sampling because I just see people's eyes light up and, you know, such intense satisfaction when they try the product. It's, it's very gratifying. This is The Producers. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Combining her background in applied chemistry with gelato and ice cream training in Australia, Italy and Canada, Roz Caldor Aroni from Alato finessed her own formula and developed a patent technique to reduce sugars, remove chemicals and achieve important health star ratings in her ice cream. And it's a flavour bomb too. Uh, so we're a product that's got many features. I mean, our, our position is that we taste um, seriously delicious. Uh, we've won lots of awards, which no doubt we'll get to talk about. Um, but my mission in creating the product um, was always to try and make it healthier and better for you. Now, like ice cream is not necessarily a um, healthy treat, uh, but there are ways you can make it healthier. And that's been a very, very strong focus of mine, including um, making it chemical and um, chemical free and free of um, any kind of artificial colours or preservatives. Um, That's the easy part. The harder part is Uh, We also have 30% less added sugar, but we don't use sweeteners. And we use um, a process which I learned when I trained in Canada with the world's leading academic. We make our product almost lactose-free. And the reason we do that is because lactose-free milk and cream are three times sweeter than normal milk and cream. So if we start with sweeter ingredients, we can add less sugar, which is what we do. So we add 30% less than we would otherwise do simply because our our starting ingredients are three times sweeter, so we don't need to add as much sugar. Uh, But then we're actually missing some solids because you need a total amount of solids of 35 to 40% solids in ice cream and then normally fats, sugars and proteins. So we now have less sugar. We're missing something. So we top that up with um, added soluble fiber and added protein and that gives us a three-star health rating. But when you taste the product, you would never know you're eating something better for you. The whole um, uh, secret sauce of Alato is that we make it incredibly delicious and you would never know you're eating something that's healthier. Ice cream has helped form many fond memories for Roz's childhood, so it's hardly surprising she now makes it for a living. So pretty special, actually. Uh, Our grandfather used to regularly take my identical twin sister and I down to Bondi Beach. I grew up in Sydney, and they had a very famous gelato shop down there called Guido's. Um, So we would always get, um, you know, a gelato with a lot, which was, you know, know, seven or eight multicoloured flavours all piled onto a cone. Uh, And so that was a really great treat. Um, We also grew up in the days when Mr Whippy used to come around. So obviously soft serve was a special memory as well. Um, so between those two, um, you know, pretty nice, um, engaging ice cream memories. It might sound a little strange, but Roz's journey into ice cream production began with her love of maths. So um, it all started really um, at uni. I did um, science and law and majored in maths and applied chemistry, did some food chemistry because um, I was interested, just I'm a foodie, did nothing with it, um, went on and became a lawyer and worked as a commercial manager in Telstra and really uh, and co-founded not for profit very eclectic beginning. Uh, but I was doing a hobby of making ice cream uh, and my sister and I were exchanging recipes, 
knew nothing about it. But then my husband bought me a ice cream book which had all maths at the back. And I could not believe that I could combine dessert and maths, you know, two things that I'm very good at. Well, I, love, I have a terrible sweet tooth, quite a good sweet palate, and um, obviously great at maths. Uh, couldn't believe it. And I just said to Benny, I, this is amazing. I need to know more. And so that's how the journey started is this complete um, – uh, obsession with the idea of combining maths and dessert. Um, so I started some training in Melbourne at William Angelus, which ran a, a gelato class, uh, both a beginner and intermediate, as they called it. Um, and the more class I did, the more maths I did, which was very exciting for me. And still didn't know enough, so I ended up going to um, Italy to finish my training uh, at the Carpegiani Gelato University, uh, which was, again, more maths. Um, and I think out of the class of 30, only three of us actually understood what was going on um, uh, because to be an, an, a true artisan um, gelato maker in Italy, you have to understand the maths. You can, actually, they've got legislation which says you can't call yourself uh, an artisanal gelato maker unless you understand the maths and you do it all from scratch and it all happens on a spreadsheet. It's a mixture of um, mathematical formula from physics as well as um, uh, proportions that you have to get the proportions of water, solid, fat, sugar and protein all balanced perfectly um, in order to make the recipe work. Um, all developed by the Italians, by the way, very, very smart at this stuff. Um, but the good news is if you work it out and you know how to do it, you can create a recipe on paper that works absolutely perfectly every single time and better than that, it scales magnificently just by adding zeros to the recipe. Nothing changes. The food industry was a world away from Roz's comfort zone, but she knew it was an opportunity to create a business that could give back to. So uh, my journey was obviously went to Italy um, and then um, discovered, I then bought um, the textbook on ice cream written by this uh, academic based in Canada who I then trained with and realised surprisingly at the time that I had trained in the wrong area because it turned out, which I never really understood until I bought the textbook, that ice cream and gelato are complete opposites. Ice cream is uh, high fat, less sugar. And the fat's important in ice cream because it gives you an incredible mouthfeel and enables you to put air into the product, which helps with that mouthfeel. Gelato, on the other hand, is much higher sugar and much lower fat. And I always wanted to do a healthier product from day one. And so I realized that I didn't want to do gelato. It was just too much sugar, you know, 23 to 28 or 30% sugar in gelato, depending on whether it's sorbet or, um, or with dairy. And... Uh, much lower fat. And we know sugar is the enemy really these days, not fat. Um, and you can obviously have good fats as well and you can actually build good fats into your recipes. So I just thought that's all wrong. And so I started writing to the author of the textbook. He invited me to his masterclass, which was December 2019, just before COVID. Come back to Australia, start um, thinking about what the business is going to look like. Um, and then, of course, COVID hit. But having said that, um, uh, the business, our business, the model that we wanted to do, because my husband and I are very um, philanthropic and very passionate about giving back. From very, from the very first day that I decided I would move out of my not-for-profit and start doing this as a business, um, 
I said to him, this is all about giving back. It's all about leveraging my knowledge and skills to give back and we need to work out how we're going to do that. And so we settled on what I call the who gives a crap model, which is where you give half, well, that's their model, half the profits you make goes to a not-for-profit for a particular purpose. And so our mission is to use the enjoyment of ice cream to give back to the community. And uh, we settled on um, gifting to Oz Harvest, who've been amazing. Uh, we're not profitable yet, but we're close to that. And so we give four cents per tub um, until we are profitable. Because the last thing I wanted to have happen is to start the business, promise to give back money, and then fail and not have given back a cent. That would, would have been devastating for me. So we settled on this idea we would give money all the way through from day one all the way through until we were profitable. Um, and, you know, we're hoping to really support Oz Harvest in a substantial way. But then I also worked out in the meantime that this um, idea of giving back wasn't just mine. Um, all of our flavour suppliers are also committed to their local communities and giving back to them. Um, so the vanilla comes from Halala. In, um, it's made in New Zealand, but it's grown in Tonga. And uh, they give back to their local community substantially. The chocolate comes from Solomon Islands, from Solomon's Gold, also very committed to their local community. Um, and the coffee comes from Change Coffee, who's owned by World Vision, and all the profits from them go back to World Vision. Um, and then the fig is the new one, Fig Ripple or Fig Jam, um, is made <clears throat> in collaboration with um, a not-for-profit in Melbourne called Sister Works, and they are a work-ready program for uh, asylum seeker women and refugees who've never worked before. So they train them up and put them in their first job. And they, when they're training, they make stuff, including this incredible fig jam, which you can buy online, by the way. It's really worth purchasing. It's amazing. As soon as I tasted it, I knew I had to have it in ice cream. Then we worked for a year together to develop um, a ripple that could be put through ice cream. It's not that, not quite like making jam, similar, but it has its own nuances. And so we worked together collaboratively to make that happen. And now that's um, uh, one of our four flavours, including um, the one that most recently won Best Ice Cream in Australia from Melbourne Royal. With a goal to be healthier and use less sugar, Roz discovered the answers were all in lactose. Look, the hard part is the lactose-free um, because no one is really doing that in Australia. There's a couple of other companies. And interestingly, even Chobani, who now have this amazing no-added sugar yogurt, that's lactose-free, but they won't claim it as lactose-free. Um, it's kind of interesting how they approach their product. Um, so, um, so that was the challenge because no one's really doing it, um, and I needed the help and direction from my Canadian um, academic to make that happen. Uh, but I was pretty committed to doing that. And so we had a few goes um, uh, that didn't work um, uh, because it was a new thing that no one had ever done. But we've nailed the process now. It took quite a few goes, but um, you know, a few trials and testing. And um, But we've, it's, it's all um, running very smoothly. But the biggest challenge actually was the fig ripple because um, the girls use a dried fig, which is loaded with seeds, which is a good thing, but the equipment in the factory couldn't handle that number of seeds because um, they're you know, very densely packed with seeds and it kept on blocking up and exploding and, you know, they made um, modifications, a number of different modifications, none of which worked. Um, so in the end, the product that um, we had to uh, use ultimately um, has very little seeds in it now because the equipment couldn't handle it. So that was a physical limit, nothing to do with the rest recipe 
or production. It was just the physical limit of the pump itself um, and getting pushing the ripple into the ice cream. So there, so there are physical limits in what you can do in a factory, and I'm learning slowly but surely. Um, otherwise, no, the recipes have all worked really well because, you know, they're all done based on maths and it all um, reproduces brilliantly. Plus, my manufacturer is very experienced at what they do, so they know when there's going to be a problem and, you know, they you know, head it off before it becomes an issue. So, no, the, the development side's been, um, apart from the fig, which I've mentioned, has been relatively smooth. And um, and the lactose-free was just a matter of trial and error. We had some the guys who supply me with the lactase, which is the enzyme that breaks down the lactose, are very experienced in this area. So they're able to direct and explain, you know, what had to be done when we were having issues and when you know, obviously the lactose wasn't breaking down enough. Um, but, you know, we've worked through that process now. Um, also um, have a granted patent as well um, through this whole process because it turns out that really no one is doing um, nor claiming, um, and it was quite unique, to combine lactose with um, added fibre and protein. And there's a number of reasons why that's not so obvious. Um, sorry, lactose-free, I should say, lactose-free with added fibre and protein. So we've got a granted patent, which um, means that we can stop other people from doing it. Starting with local grocers, Roz has built the brand and it is now available nationwide. Uh, we started, um, actually I live in Southbank in Melbourne and actually uh, once we started uh, producing, uh, we obviously had to have packaging, have that designed, have that, it was actually printed in China and shipped out and we started making, once we started making my first foray was actually in my local stores in Southbank. So two of them um, agreed to take it on and I was doing direct deliveries to them and also doing sampling there to get feedback on the product. Uh, and I'm a big fan of sampling. I've done a lot of it because I just really um, want to see how people respond to the product um, real time when I'm standing there with them and I can get their feedback. We've always had amazing feedback. So that's um, very gratifying. Um, but started with them um, and then um, took on um, some retail advisors because I don't know nothing about food. My background has had nothing to do with food. And they've been, they were very helpful in getting me um, a distributor to get into independent supermarkets because one of the pathways to taking a product into supermarkets is to build it up in the independent um, store network um, because you're really basically building a brand from scratch. Um, and so um, we were fortunate we managed to get a national distributor. So we within uh, three months of signing a contract with them, we were already in uh, about 300 stores around the country, which was great. Um, and then that enabled us to uh, – we actually pitched to Woolworths and they said, look, you know, you're a startup. You're not ready for us yet, but we think you should go and talk to Metro, which they organised for us to do. So we spoke to Metro, and because we were already in the independent supermarkets, that gave them confidence that we knew what we were doing and that we had manufacturing sorted out and supply. So um, we got a listing at Metro about four months after we got our national distribution, which was great. Um, and then, you know, Metro have been sensational. You know, it also helps us really grow the brand because it turns out that their target market is really very much our target market. It's people who are um, interested, who are educated, who are interested in eating healthier, um, and most of the metro stores are in you know are more affluent areas and people who are interested in those kind of um, food choices. So uh, it was a really good fit, um, as was the independent supermarkets. 
so basically, we did well in Metro. Um, we um, leveraged uh, Milk Run, which is their home delivery service, used to be called Metro 60, uh, because ice cream is a very big category for home delivery. And um, that enabled the product to get out, you know, further and wider. Um, so we did some promotions with them, which were successful. Um, you know, they've been a really good partner. We also give away a lot of vouchers to with them because um, they've got a system where I can give an Alato voucher away so that people can buy Alato online if they, you know, get a gift or um, uh, in our case we run lots of competitions. Uh, so... That's been a fantastic association. And then in addition to all that, we've done lots of promotions uh, within Metro and we ended up actually winning last year Supplier of the Year for Metro for the very first time they've ever awarded it. Um, so that was very exciting and that really put us on the map with Woolworths. So um, subsequent to that, we were then able to pitch to, uh, to the supermarkets and we now have a listing and actually we're rolling out as we speak uh, to 500 supermarkets on the east coast of Australia. Although she could do almost any flavour combination, Roz has been very tactical about the flavour profiles. So my retail advisors um, sat down with me a couple of times. We ran through, you know, I'm, I'm capable of doing hundreds of flavours and I have you know, over the years. And so I just sat down with them and explained, you know, what I thought might taste really good and um, it was the vanilla and chocolate were pretty easy um, to settle on because obviously they're flavors that are very well known so we decided that it would be good to start with you know quite well-known flavors the coffee they loved as do many coffee lovers they love my coffee my coffee which is actually a decaffeinated coffee uh, but you don't compromise on flavor with me um, so we found an exceptional decaf we get it made as a cold brew which gives very big complexity and flavor um, and uh, it works really well. So they thought the coffee was um, off the charts. And then um, you know, I gave them a few things to try, and they really liked the fig, which I'd already started playing with at that point. So it just hadn't been developed yet and needed to be have worked on. So we settled on the coffee, vanilla, and, ch and chocolate as the first three. Uh, I mean, I can do crazy um, out there flavours, and at some point we will, but we wanted to build the brand first based on taste and texture which is everything in ice cream and you know build our foundations like that uh, and also you know the market for ice cream is pretty big you want to try and get to as much of it as you can if you go in with really weird crazy flavors you're not going to be able to attack that market and take those sales and also in supermarkets you have to make minimum sale rates so if you go with crazy nutty flavors no one's going to buy your product so i mean maybe a few foodies but that's not the market the market is much wider than that so you do have to start with um, very um, well-known appealing flavors and obviously do them incredibly well the move into the food industry has posed many challenges especially being a small business getting up off the ground the hours I work are ridiculous because um, I'm a solopreneur, as they call them. Um, uh, my husband gets very grumpy with me because I'm not always available. Um, uh, you know, going away on holidays is challenging because I'm always juggling so much. In fact, we actually, for my um, 60th birthday, we went to the Antarctic this year, which was amazing. It really killed me because I was running two time zones. That's, that's South American time zone uh, when you go down there and then trying to run the business, even though we had internet down there, which was also amazing. Um, yeah, it was very challenging. So, so you know, holidays, but this is the same story of any solopreneur, you know, if you're juggling a business, you know, um, 
Look, I could easily have someone doing the work um, work with me, but it's all about getting profitable and, you know, they're just the margins and the volumes aren't quite there yet to do that. So, you know, I just have to keep running it and doing it until we're in a position where I can take someone on to relieve me a bit. And I would desperately want to be, you know, I'm working in the business and I really want to work on the business. That's your challenge as a solopreneur is to be able to step back and, you know, be more strategic and, you know, work on direction. And obviously I love product development and I really just have to squeeze that in between everything else, even though it's my favourite thing. Um, so uh, so that's that would be the goal in the future is to, you know, take someone on as a, um, you know, second in charge and, you know, literally run the business so that I can be more strategic and, uh, and work on the business, as they say. Although Roz loves the maths behind great ice cream, it's the joy that the product brings that pleases her most. Oh, I just, uh, I love the fact that I'm making something happen, making something grow from nothing to something. Um, and also, I get a real buzz out of seeing people really enjoy my ice cream. You know, I'm a Jewish mum at heart. Every Jewish mum wants their kids or whoever is around them, family, friends, to enjoy their food. So I get, that's why I love doing sampling, because I just see people's eyes light up. And, you know, such intense satisfaction when they try the product. It's it's very gratifying. Plus, I'm a scientist at heart. And so I just love the um, product development side, experimenting, um, you know, seeing if the spreadsheet's going to work, is it going to fail this time, which it never does. Um, and then when I do have issues, <clears throat> literally working through them, um, how are we going to solve them? Uh, you know, problem solving is, a, you know, something I really enjoy. So it's a mixture. It's seeing the business grow, tackling problems, um, finding solutions, uh, dealing with amazing people. I've met some incredible people on my journey, and that's also a joy to work with. Um, uh, all my collaborators, my flavor people, my suppliers, you know, I actually really enjoy working with all of them and they're also committed to helping me grow and see my success. And, you know, Woolworths have been a great like that too, very committed to small business. Um, met some great people there who have just been so helpful. So it's a range of things. Um, you know, I find it all um, very exciting and exhilarating and I love people as well. So for me, you know, the interaction with people is uh, is also part of the joy. But for that reason, I, but I would never do retail. That's the other thing is I'm, I like people but not enough to do retail workshops. Um, I wanted a scalable business that we could give back and, you know, retail shops is really hard, hard work. Uh, not as scalable and not necessarily as profitable either. Elato is a unique product in the ice cream space and is fast becoming one of Australia's best artisan products. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers and growers, the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or email us at Producers podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.